Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM on your radio dial. Don't forget again about our digital platforms. Easy way to keep the show going. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Don't forget about our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on uh, X, formerly Twitter. Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, and we're now on Threads. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor Spotify, our home base. We're on all podcasting platforms. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you'll find that. And, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. We'll actually be re-recording that show tomorrow. Our studio at, um, over at WLAE is going to be utilized on Thursday. So, again, uh, we have moved our, our uh, show to Wednesday in terms of the taping. It will go off, as always, on uh, Thursday at 1 o'clock on the WLA-TV YouTube channel and on WLA-TV. Pardon me. Uh, that's at 1 o'clock. And then, of course, here come the rebroadcast, uh, 6 o'clock on WLA-TV, 10 o'clock uh, p.m. on WLA-TV 2, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Um, so, again, uh, Mike Dettilia is going to be our guest tomorrow. Looking forward to it again. You'll be able to see that on Thursday. Uh, and, of course, that, that's going to happen during the holiday season. It'll probably happen again next week because of, again, just, again, trying to be able to fit these shows in before we get uh, in, into really the, the, the heart of the holiday season. On the program today, Sean was in a Fox 8 Sports going to join us at 435, and I just got a late entry. Uh, Les East is going to join us at 535 from com. So I want to, uh, Rudy, I want to make sure you know that as well. Uh, we have a lot to get into today. I want to remind everybody about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service. Uh, doesn't matter where you live, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Uh, my friends at Burkhardt will be there for you. Uh, and, of course, they've made it so easy for you when it, when it comes to, again, um, a new air conditioning heating system for your home. Uh, they are the experts when it, when it comes to installing an air conditioning heating system. Uh, and, of course, right now, uh, huge savings on a new AC and heating system. You get a system rebate, a Wi-Fi thermostat, a discount on a UV air purifier, 10 years parts and labor warranty, and two years of seasonal tune-ups. Uh, and that comes, again, with the trustworthiness of Burkhardt. Also, again, those NATE certified technicians only doing the work that's necessary. Uh, great, uh, again, outstanding when it comes to installing a new system, but also repairing your system. Uh, go with a company I've trusted for decades, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. Uh, that's acpromise.com. All right, a lot to get into today. Again, uh, we'll talk a little Saints. Uh, we'll talk about what's going on with the, uh, the Pelicans as, uh, again, they get a big win last night. Uh, we'll also get into... Um, uh, John Summerall and his opening press conference with the Tulane Green Wave. And, of course, we'll give you an update on what's happening with your LSU Tigers. So a lot to get into today. Let's jump into it. Um, I want to talk about Derek Carr as we start the, um, um, the program today. Um, let, let's call it like it is, okay? And, and, and it's early because it's only been, what, not even a whole season. But as of right now, Derek Carr's $150 million mistake. Is what it is. Look, I was right there. Okay, you looked at the landscape of quarterbacks out there, and you said, okay, who's available? Well, it came down to what? Derek Carr, Jimmy G, in a lot of cases, right? Uh, the relationship of, of Dennis Allen with Derek Carr, um, and, of course, what we perceive this could be is, again, 
a guy that was a 10-year veteran that could come in immediately, absorb the, um, uh, the playbook, and, and be able to run this offense. That has not happened. Now, maybe next season, if ownership makes a move on Allen and uh, you know, again, and um, we see maybe again a, a new a new coaching staff, right? Uh, maybe again um, uh, a new staff can um, can salvage his career. Maybe. I mean, at this point, you know, who knows? Maybe he's the most expensive backup in the NFL. All said and done, right now, Derek Carr needs to sit down. I talked about it last week. Maybe it's better for him to sit down and kind of watch for a while, et cetera. Uh, it's gotten to the point where he needs to sit. And he's, again, one of the main reasons why he's injured. He is injured. He's injured. You know, this past week, we, we, we saw the offense change. They shortened the routes because, again, your starting quarterback is injured. And that's pretty mind-blowing to me. You know, Carr's not first ballot Hall of Famer Drew Brees. When Peyton shortened, shortened the routes because of Brees was losing his arm strength, Brees was still good enough to run the offense, right? I mean, it was, again, when you look at it for a while, they were able to work around that, right? Until he couldn't anymore. I mean, even then, the, the first ballot Hall of Famer, the greatest player in the history of the organization, fans were screaming about his arm strength. Oh, he can't throw the ball anymore. He needs to go, blah, blah, blah. Remember that? Come on. And look, Carr is no Drew Brees. It's not like this team, again, has no quarterbacks. And it's not like there's not a precedent there as well. I mean, look, Jameis Winston is a former NFL starter, a former Saints starter. He's on the bench. Remember, he lost his job to Andy Dalton last season due to injury. That's a line that's rarely crossed in the NFL, right? But Dennis Allen sat Winston even after he was healthy. This team saw it. They knew it. They know the unwritten rule. And now they see Derek Carr allowed to be able to play when he's injured and being in a, an ineffective. You don't think that that permeates throughout that locker room? Look, Sean Vazan brought it up last night. We're going to talk about that when he comes on at 435. But, but I saw the same thing. I saw three plays that, that I could see from the television copy where wide receivers and tight ends went about 10 yards downfield across the first down marker on that, on that yard line. They were spread out just a few yards apart. And the first thing I thought of was, how are you going to complete a pass there when everybody's kind of bunched, right? And that's not the normal offense either. Um, all the DBs had to do was play behind them. No one was open. And with that kind of lack of creativity, no wide receiver is going to get open. So, again, you're paring down the playbook because you're worried about the fact that your, your quarterback needs to get the ball out quicker because, again, he's not confident in his offensive line. He's seeing ghosts sometimes. And then when he does, he doesn't have the arm strength to get the ball downfield. He's able to throw a couple downfield, right? But not consistently or accurately. So you shorten the routes. How much sense does that make? Especially when you have a starting quarterback sitting on the bench. Look, the fans have had enough to Derek Carr. Okay? His checkdowns, his impatience in the pocket, his press conferences, again, have become such a bore. And in my opinion, Carr's also lost a locker room. I've spoken about it. I've not, not seen this in the years that Peyton was here. 
You got Michael Thomas live tweeting. You got McCoy having to be restrained on the field. You got Alavi and Shahid having words with him on the sidelines. Kamara's body language. I mean, you want to keep going? I mean, we see it. Fans see it. Media sees it. I'm sure that the front office sees it. And I'm sure the team is feeling it. Now, the coaching staff and the manager may be in denial. But this is a locker room that had Breeze, Jameis, and Dalton, to name a few, over the last few years. They knew the playbook. And I got to tell you, they never threw a, a teammate publicly under the bus. They didn't do it. And I got to believe at this point, this team's tired of, of Carr's public antics. You know, the body language on the field, the calling out of players. When, again, when you don't know, again, when you're not doing your job. I mean, you better know the playbook. You better have it down. You better know it like, you better know it like, again, the back of your hand before you start, again, pointing out what other players are doing or not doing. You better make sure, you, again, you're, you're going through your progressions quickly and getting the ball out quickly to get it to the right receiver or making the right check down before you start, again, ripping on your offensive line. And you never do it publicly, especially as a leader or as a quarterback. What you do behind the scenes in the locker room, that's within the team. You don't do that publicly. So just across the board, team's no different. Team's tired of his public antics. They're tired of him holding the ball too long, indecisive, inaccurate, and affecting every position group from the offensive line to the pass catchers to the running back because he's not playing like an NFL starter right now. He's not. And again, I'll say it. How can Allen and Carmichael not see this? How can they not see it's not, it, that it's not time, to, that it is, it is definitely time to shut Carr down, but they'll never admit it? They'll never admit the $150 million mistake. So if you're not going to admit it's a mistake, make it about the injury, okay? Make it about the, the, the concussions, the shoulder, the ribs, on why he needs to sit and go with Winston. And if he's ineffective, go with Hayner. But Card's starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints has run its course this season and possibly beyond. I have not seen... I've not seen the, the, the type of anger and I don't want to say mistrust, but in a lot of cases it is mistrust from a fan base on, on a quarterback, uh, uh, unless you want to go back to pre-Breeze. We saw Aaron Brooks being booed like, like, like Derek Carr's being booed. I saw Billy Kilmer getting booed like uh, Derek Carr's getting booed. I mean, we go right down the line, right? Okay. The Ditka years, you want me to keep going? This guy's been here, again, hasn't even been here a full season. And this, this fan base knows what greatness is at the quarterback position. Nobody was expecting him to be Drew Brees. But you expected him to be, again, a serviceable NFL starter. And even more than that, if you paid him $150 million. I can't tell you how many things, you know, you go on social media and, and you know, I mean, he gets blasted constantly. The memes, I mean, I mean everything. And, and look, well-deserved at this point. I don't want to hear at the end of the damn season, well, Derek Carr didn't perform like we thought he was because he was injured. Well, guess what? You should have sat his ass. I mean, you look at the game the other, the other, uh, against, the, against the Panthers. I mean, the, the, 
they, they had five straight drives where they had 35 yards total. It wasn't until, the, the, again, the, the, the long pass to A.T. Perry and then get two, again, uh, 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 clutch catches by Jimmy Graham. This team even moved the ball. They scored two touchdowns in a minute and 30. Other than that, huh, yeah, it's looking worse. And it's surely not looking like a 28-6 win over the Panthers, who, again, by the way, are garbage. The Saints are talented. They just are a rudderless ship right now, and it starts with, again, the lack of leadership. And a lot of that starts, again, at the head coach, the offensive coordinator, and then also, again, the quarterback. Sorry. Now, I know Dennis Allen doesn't trust Jameis Winston, but he's the best option for the rest of the season because, again, Carr has run his course here in New Orleans, at least for this season. So we'll see again how this kind of plays out. But they had a lot of stubbornness on A-line drive right now. They don't want to admit their mistakes. And sometimes you got to admit it. Sometimes you just got to cut bait. And then again, Allen was quick to cut bait with Jameis Winston. I mean, quick. And I talked about it on this program. Look, he, he had to defend against Jameis Winston. He had a game plan against Jameis Winston. He saw, the, the again, how erratic Jameis Winston was. Uh, you know, two great plays. Again, one bad play that could cost you. Well, there ain't much difference with Dave, Derek Carr. Sorry. You're not moving the ball if he's holding the ball too long and getting sacked. You're not moving the ball again if ultimately he's having to throw the ball away or he's inaccurate or he can't make the throws down because he's injured. And look, I'm with a lot of folks out there, and I'm a season ticket holder since 1981, man. Fans since, again, the inception of, 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 the, of the franchise. Everybody wants to go to the playoffs. Nobody wants to be left home when it's when it's playoffs. And again, and now you're thinking about the draft. But let me tell you something right now. For this organization, where they are right now with an aging team, with a salary cap that, again, is out of control, where, again, you're going to have to be dumping salaries, some of these guys you have to hold on to, simply because, again, you can't afford to take the cap hit? You need an influx of young talent. From the quarterback position all the way down. So on one hand, yes, we'd love to see the Saints in the playoffs and have a chance to be able to again, but for what? One and done? You really think this team's got a chance to be able to go on a run here? <laughs> or yeah, they're going to win their last four games against these dogs, and then all of a sudden they're going to go in the playoffs, and, and, and they're going to turn in they're going to turn into again, um, I don't know, <laughs> a juggernaut of a team. All of a sudden the lights going on for Derek Carr and everything is you know, everybody's getting healthy. Are you kidding me? Some of these guys are going to be nursing their injuries all the way to the end of the season. I mean, I doubt we see Lattimore again. Just being honest. So is, is it, and, and it's blasphemous to even say this, is it the worst thing for this team not to make the playoffs at 6-7 and seven when everybody's bunched up and maybe have a top-10 pick? Now, I know. I'm the, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the leader of the band when it comes to regime change. Okay? Okay? From Loomis all the way down. What a joke getting a 200-win 200, uh, 200 football the other day. I mean, seriously. But I'm going to tell you right now, that tells you all you need to know about how they feel over at A-Line Drive. Remember, this is, a, this is a team that is run by accountants in the mode of the guy who bought the team who was an accountant. The bottom line has always been money. It will always be money. Sorry. As long as they're making a profit, it is what it is. Win, lose. Super Bowls are nice. Playoffs are nice. But as long as the fans are still coming, they're still buying uh, concessions, they're still buying uh, Saints gear, and, and, again, they're still renewing those tickets, it is what it is. 
Dennis Lausch is an accountant by trade. Mickey Loomis is an accountant by trade, and so was Tom Benson. At the end of the day, it's all about money. It's always been about money. It's always going to be about money. But for the organization, for the long-term future of this organization, is it better to go to the playoffs in a garbage year, in a garbage division, with a garbage schedule, with garbage quarterbacks that you couldn't beat, only again to get beat up in the playoffs and, and then again lose the possibility of a top 10 pick? At this point, man, I tell you, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's probably better for this team at this point, again, to end up second, third, third to last in the NFC South. Not have to come out with, a, with, with again, a first-place schedule next year. Not have to deal, deal with, again, uh, not being outside, uh, being outside the, uh, having to deal with us being outside the top ten when it comes to again the, the draft, and I and I can't believe I'm saying that. But it is what it is. It's where we are. You prolonged the inevitable by again once Peyton walked out the door, trying to be able to continue again the Peyton way when Peyton was not here and it hasn't worked. Allen's not. Allen is not Peyton. He doesn't coach the same. He doesn't motivate the same. He's not that. He's not Peyton, and he's not a very good head coach in the NFL. And that's been proven out again with his record. He's got a better team here than he had in Oakland or on Las Vegas. Maybe not as talented of a team on offense because he had a great. That's one thing about Carr. He has some great talent on offense, but overall, the talent level on this team is higher. But that town is getting older, and it's, and it's expensive. And at some point, you've got to pull the plug, and you've got to start over. Now, again, that has to be with competent people in the front office. I have no faith in Mickey Loomis. I'm sorry. Okay? I mean, again, nobody's done it yet. I don't have the time to do it right now. I hope my buddy Felton's listening. Maybe he'll do it for me. He's a great numbers guy. He crunches those numbers for me. <laughs> okay? You know? Give me the number of wins and losses that, again, Mickey Loomis has pre- and post-Payton. And that'll tell you, again, where this franchise is and where it's going. And where it's going. Because, hey, I flunked math at De La Salle, okay? I'm telling you, I'm no mathematician, okay? <laughs> but somebody out there can figure it out. And I'm telling you, the record's going to be abysmal. So I have no faith in Mickey Loomis to, to, to again, to, to pull a rabbit out of the hat and find another Sean Payton. I have no faith in Mickey Loomis, ultimately, again, to make the right decisions. Because Sean Payton was the general manager of this team during his time here. Look at the mistakes that have been made since he left. Trading up for Olave, trading up for Penning, giving up what was a possibly a top 10 pick that you could have got a quarterback of the future. Again, the, the, going out. Getting Andy Dalton as a stopgap measure that kind of worked for a little while. Jameis Winston, that doesn't work. And then, of course, you go out and spend $150 million on Derek Carr, and you're stuck with him for at least three years. Davenport. (laughs) Peyton Turner. I can keep going, man. Some of that's on Ireland. Some of that's on Parrington. But all of it is on Mickey Loomis. And I get it. There's no knee-jerk reaction with this, with this, with this organization. 
They're not going to fire their coach in the middle of the season. They're not going to fire their coordinators. But again, to come back and band-aid this next year by saying we're going to give we're going to give Dennis Allen one more year with Derek Carr, and we're just going to, we're going to change our coordinators. That's shifting the chairs on the Titanic, ladies and gentlemen. That's the way it is. Do you want to be a championship organization against once again? Do you want to be looked at as, again, an organization that sets the standard in the NFL as we saw for so many years here? Peyton set that standard. He's doing the same thing in Denver. It goes to show you what, again, a, a, again, a head coach that, that has a plan, that knows how to set up a culture, what they can do. That was set up here. You just had to come up with the right guy to come in here and do it. You didn't do it. I mean, you had, you had Campbell here. See what he's doing in Detroit with, your, with again, Peyton's culture. Pick the wrong guy. It is what it is. Can't double down on mistakes. It's the worst thing you can do in sports. It really is. It sets you back even further. But, again, I'll say it. I do not see a scenario where Mrs. Benson is going to turn to Dennis Lauscher and they're going to talk privately and say, you know what, it's time for Mickey to retire. It's time for us to bring in a new general manager that is a football general manager and allow that football general manager to choose his coach and to somehow, again, hold on to Kai Harley and then try, again, to uh, swallow this bitter pill that you're going to have to swallow in terms of eating dead money like we've seen so many other teams around this league have to do eventually. Eat the dead money, lose for a couple of seasons instead of what we're seeing right now. Oh, E, they're six and seven. They're in the playoff race. They don't even have to win the division. They got a shot to get in. Really? You want to see this in the playoffs? You want to see Derek Carr laying on his ass? You want to see him again throwing interceptions? You want to see a, a, an offense that can't move, a defense that can't stop the run? I mean, come on, man. Somebody needs to light the fuse and blow this thing up. Question is, who on airline drive has the guts to do it? I'm saying no one. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends over at New Orleans Tuxedo. That's right, New Orleans Tuxedo. If you're planning to go to a formal event, if you're looking uh, to plan a wedding, uh, maybe, again, um, your son, or son is going to a school dance, why spend... 60 to $100 more for the one-time rental of a tuxedo when you go to New Orleans Tuxedo and get a complete uh, classic tux with any invest in tie combination for $99. That's right, $99. Hey, full-dress tails are $129. All the latest styles and color combinations you're looking for. Also, ladies and gentlemen, again, Ray Butro has on-site alterations for you. And, and of course, uh, as always, uh, we'll work with you, whether it's your wedding planner, whether, you're, you're again, you're looking to be able to match that date's dress, to get exactly what you're looking for when it comes to formal wear. Again, when you're looking for suits, they have suits that they're also being rented as well. Get the best price in town and keep your money local. It's New Orleans Tuxedos, 4959 West Napoleon, 486 5309. That's 486-5309. Get the right fit, the right color, the right price for your next formal event at New Orleans Tuxedos since 1963. Sean Mazan is next. I'm Eric Asher. Don't move. 
Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyer Studios, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. Call 444-4444. This report is sponsored by Discover. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Crescent City Connection eastbound running really slow between Whitney and Earhart on the eastbound side. It's about a 30-minute ride Lafayette to the I-10 merge in 21 minutes on those HOV lanes. Eastbound 610 from the split in Metairie across the high-rise is 16 minutes. And Elysian Fields to the high-rise on eastbound I-10, seeing about a six-minute ride in that area. Earhart Boulevard south of Broad Street, accident working as well. I'm Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Now's the time to start thinking about upgrading your AC system this year. Hi, Eric Asher, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Right now, they're offering huge savings on a new AC and heating system. You get a system rebate, a Wi-Fi thermostat, a discount on a UV air purifier, 10 years parts and labor warranty, and two years of seasonal tune-ups. There's no one I trust more than Burkhart. Upgrade right now and save. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. All Plumbing Services, 985-809-1270. All Plumbing Services, Ice's Master Plumber number 5327 is a full-service plumbing contractor that can handle all your residential commercial plumbing needs. From repairs to installation of tankless water heaters, gas lines, new construction, or kitchen and bath updates. At All Plumbing Services, we do it all. Serving the South Shore, North Shore since 2006, that's All Plumbing Services. Ice's Master Plumber number 5327. Give us a call at 985-809-1270. Each year, dozens of deserving veterans ride for free in the Legion of Mars Parade, courtesy of the crew. Donate to the Mars Hero Fund to sponsor a hero's ride. Go to legionofmars.com to learn more and become a member of the Red, White, and Blue crew. All right, folks, don't forget about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. If you are in the market for a new insurance agent's 
maybe, again, the agency that you're working with is not giving you the type of service you're looking for. Go with a guy, again, that is, again, taking care of us the last few years. That's Dave Mead Insurance. Uh, 504-556-0809 is the phone number. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S agency.com is the website. Uh, Dave can search over 50 companies to get you the best price for your insurance needs, and they handle everything. Auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies serving the entire metropolitan area. So, again, if you're uh, looking for a company, it's going to have your back, not not just, again, when you're paying your premium, but also, again, when you need help uh, when filing a claim uh, or, again, finding, again, the best price for your insurance. It's Dave Miet Insurance. It's 504-556-0809 or D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. All right, joining us in the program now, as he does each and every week, is Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. Sean, how you doing, bud? I'm doing all right. How are you? Uh, I don't know, Sean. I mean, again, uh, you know, uh, we, we've had we've had more happier shows over the last few weeks. <laughs> you know, uh, I just feel like sometimes I get on the on the air and it's just again negativity after negativity after negativity. But again, right now, that's the reality of the situation when you talk about sports here in uh, in, the, in the Greater New Orleans area. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh, it's a uh, it's been a little bit up and down, but hey, we're coming off the Saints victory and a Pelicans win last night, so. Not terrible, and not not a terrible Tuesday today, but uh, nonetheless, I see what you mean. Um, Sean, look, I watched the show last night, and, and you 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 mentioned something that that I saw as well, and that was the shortening of the routes uh, for Derek Carr. Now, look, I came out with a monologue today saying, look, it's it's just time to sit him. Um, whether again you want to make the excuse that it's the injuries, but when you uh, look. When, when the Saints changed the playbook a bit to, to be able to compensate for the lack of arm strength for Drew Brees, I think everybody kind of understood that. That was a guy that was a first bout Hall of Famer, won a lot of games for you. Uh, you still felt like he was able and competent enough to get the job done, even again with the, with the arm strength kind of waning. I, when, when I look now at, at what's going on here in New Orleans with, with Derek Carr, uh, you know, the fan base has issues. Obviously, there's some issues in the locker room right now. He obviously he's injured. I mean, to, to me, it's just time to shut him down. <laughs> when you're having to change the playbook to, to compensate for the lack of uh, of his ability to make throws, that that, that should be that should be the first um, uh, uh, clue. But well, give me your thoughts on that. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I just I don't I don't see that happening. Oh, I unless, know that <laughs> unless he's physically unless he's physically not um, healthy enough to go. I mean, they're going to roll with Derek Carr um, until he can't go. I mean, with the four games left into the season. Um, it jumped off the tape yesterday, oh, excuse me, uh, Sunday, because of the, you know, because I'm, I'm watching the game and I'm, I'm noticing how every throw is at the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage or very, very, you know, not not far past the line of scrimmage. And, you know, it reminded me a lot of the Tampa game when he was obviously coming off the shoulder injury. And then when I went back and watched the tape, I'm like, well, it's not just that he's choosing to go short. I mean, on, on a lot of plays, especially in the first half, I mean, the route concepts were all short. You had four guys in the first 10 yards of the line of scrimmage. I mean, it yep. was one play where they're running sort of this uh, this mesh concept, fake mesh concept, and somehow three guys in the same spot in the middle of the field. It was a really oddly constructed play, too long of a developing play, but it was all short, but it was long, if that makes any sense, because of how long it took to sure. develop, and it was just a disaster. Um, and look, he didn't look healthy to me, and then obviously it was revealed after the game is he's had you know three issues with his ribs, and obviously if that is indeed uh, – if, if if that is indeed the case, and he he's not fully healed from that, it would stand a reason that um, you know he wasn't fully healthy going into the game. And I think 
the way the, the game plan played out, the way they called plays, the way he executed plays, I think that certainly looked the way it looked that way. Um, maybe he'll get better health health wise this week, um, and he can go a little bit further downfield, or they can call some stuff a little further downfield. You know, I, I went through the all twenty two. The I just, as a matter of fact, I just got finished with it today. Mm-hmm. Um, in the second half, it did loosen up a little bit because right. the Panthers were coming up and committing to the committing to safety to the box, and they were going a little bit further downfield just in terms of route concepts they were running. He only connected on – he only threw two beyond 20 yards, maybe even beyond 10. The deep ball to Olave, that, that was actually a pretty good throw, and then obviously the deep shot to A.T. Perry. Um, who knows where he's able to pick up from a health slam point this week because that style or that, that approach – I just don't think it's going to be enough offensively to beat the rest of your schedule. Uh, it's enough to beat Carolina because Carolina can't score, but I, I don't think it's going to be enough to beat the rest of your schedule. So we'll see where he's at health-wise. But, the, look, the guys battled through a lot, and I, I didn't think there was a shot Monday, last Monday, that he was going to play mm-hmm. Sunday, six days later. And by the time we got out there Wednesday, he was out there doing everything he normally does. So um, I, I would say – while you may want that, E, I don't, I don't think that's in the Saints' plans at this point right yeah. now. I don't think so either. I mean, again, I can, I can want it, but I don't think it is. Mm. Look, I, I admire his toughness. I just think, again, his ineffectiveness is hurting the team. Yeah, and look, if it's, if it's a situation, uh, you know, where he can't execute all the throws, and obviously that's a problem. You can't attack certain parts of the field. And, look, who knows how much of the idea of we don't have to score much, if we can run the ball effectively and not th- turn the ball over, uh, we should be able to get out of this game with a win. How much of that played into the game plan? That's not going to be enough against New York. That's a red-hot team they're playing right now with a ton mm-hmm. of confidence coming off that big Monday night win. It's a short week for them. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you. If he can't, if he can't execute all the throws, especially at the second level, I, you know, I don't need a mm-hmm. you know a, a deep shot every game. But if you can't operate between right. 11 and 20, um, that can that that really limits what you're able to do offensively, and obviously that limits what you can do in terms of helping you win a game. So, yeah, it, it, all, all of those are legitimate factors, and it really just matters how – I guess it matters most how much how much is he restricted from, you know, the turning and the stepping in and the torque that goes into completing an NFL pass, uh, you know, at those distances. I know you get the question all the time. I spoke about it in my monologue as we opened up the show. Making the playoffs or not making the playoffs, what's, be- what's better for the long term uh, of this organization? Long term – Look, uh, it's it, isn't it hard? I mean, you is. play the I mean, game the to moment, make the I mean, playoffs, I'm, right? I'm, to make I'm, the I'm second around, season. That's why you play. Guys. Yeah, I'm around these guys. These are professionals. Right. A lot of these guys are in the twilight of their careers. They're not thinking about the future of the organization. They're thinking about this could be my last shot. So you know, I so I I understand the fans' feeling on that, and I understand the fans' conflict on that because there's always next year with the fans. Well, there's not always next year with players and coaches and you got to maximize the opportunity that's in front of you because it's the only championship you can play for so while i understand long-term ramifications i i do believe if your team can make a run of the playoffs you do it and right now as bad as it's felt over the last month of the season even coming off an ugly win the saints are tied for first and i guess technically third place but you know three-way tie for first sure. in the nfc mm-hmm. south with a shot to make the postseason as long as you have a chance i think it's best to go for it just because i i'm just I'm not in the I'm not in the business, and I don't think the Saints are in the business of, um, you know, hey, let, let's just check out on this season, and hopefully we get a better mm-hmm. draft pick, and we just reset everything. I just don't think that's that's their line of thinking. Your impressions of John Summerall, the new head coach at Tulane? 
But he seems to have a lot of energy. I wasn't at the press conference, but from what I understand, he's a guy that brought a lot of energy and won the press conference. He's a guy that certainly has a lot of confidence. He's a guy that's got a great resume. When you talk about what he's done both here and obviously over at uh, Troy University, it's not an easy place to win. He won quite a lot of ball games over there, has a a connection to this place, comes back. And I like how he's got the – uh, fully um, intent on keeping the train moving. Nobody wants to go backwards Tulane, uh, up at Tulane. I mean, could you imagine if you took a giant step backward after all these years of fighting through and finally breaking through with the same success? Um, so I love the hire. I love the energy. I love the motivation. And um, I would be disappointed if they took a step back or if they took a dip in wins and losses just because um, I think this guy feels like the right hire for Tulane. You know, Sean, I think the most impressive thing is, again, they identified the coach they wanted. They went out and got that coach. Uh, it wasn't one of the – I, mean, I know they, 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 they interviewed, or at least it was said they've interviewed the two guys, from again, from the, from the service academies. But that was their number one target. They went out they got him. And they got him. It seemed pretty seamless, didn't it? I mean, and with, especially yeah. talking about a new athletic director. I mean, it mm-hmm. seems like a – uh, how I'm not even, I'm not even sure if he's on campus yet. Officially started his job yet, so he's not. Um, as, January the third, probably his most his most important hire he's going to make right off the bat. So seemed pretty seamless. Seemed like they had a pretty clear uh, uh, idea of who they wanted, who they wanted to talk to. Uh, they zoomed in on Summerall and didn't take long because uh, you know the name popped up, and then within 48 hours he was named head coach. So uh, kudos to Tulane for getting it done. But I think that's another thing. Um, it, it speaks to where the program's at. It's an attractive place now, and that wasn't always the case for Tulane Greenways. And one thing I've talked about over the last week is, at this point, your last best chance of, of again, not being a stepping stone school uh, in football would have been able to keep Willie Fritz until he retired. That, that did not happen. He used the school as a stepping stone, again, as other coaches who have had success at Tulane have done. And I think you got to look at John Summerall at 41 years old and say, okay, he's probably going to do the same thing. But as your dad said over 20 years ago, that's not a bad thing. If Tulane is getting these coaches and they're winning and they're moving on to other programs, then that means, again, you're consistently winning. And if you're consistently winning as the group of five, you're going to have a chance to be able to get into the college football playoff now. If you consistently win – and you put the money in the facilities like you like you need to do this time around. You'll have a chance when the, when again there's expansion uh, of the conferences. Then when those next round of expansions come around. So, for me, roll with it at this point. Don't worry about being a stepping stone. Just again, uh, absolutely. Especially since you've kind of elevated yourself. You're not like, I mean, the guy took basically went from Troy to Tulane. So you've kind of you're 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 cut above that, and you know keep winning and become. That that powerful group of five type program, keep knocking at the door, knocking at the door, flirt with a playoff appearance um, every few years, win conference championships, which is very doable right now. Um, sure. Keep investing in the facilities, and you know if Summerall were to leave again, the job would remain um, an attractive place. Now, the hope is that what you don't want is to have to have have him leave based off performance, uh, and they have to right. you know cut ties with him, which hopefully that that, that is not the case. And, based off his resume, it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. But mm-hmm. if that situation were to come up, um, again, the, the, the job would be attractive, and uh, you get the next guy up, and it, it's a product of winning. So what you want at Tulane is year after year winning. You don't want to fall into those craters that they seem to go through uh, at times over there uptown. Well said. Um, 
let's talk about the Pels. I want to talk about Zion specifically, who, by the way, has a has an ankle injury now, left ankle injury. I saw it happen last night on the floor. He stayed on the floor. He wasn't as active after the injury, but he stayed on the floor. Uh, again, he is questionable for tomorrow night's game against the Wizards, but a 36-point performance for him last night after getting totally embarrassed in Las Vegas uh, in the semifinals of the IST. Uh, big win last night over, again, the, the team with the best record in, in, uh, in, in the NBA right now, the Timberwolves. Your thoughts? Well, he's something when he's motivated, huh? And if, and if it takes Stephen A. Smith to criticize his eating habits to get those type of performances, I say do it every, every day. If you're Stephen A. Smith, you're going to get that out of Zion uh, every single uh, time he feels like he's motivated. And obviously they got embarrassed in Las Vegas. We know that. That was an ugly loss. And, you know, he, he took some heat on social media. Uh, for his conditioning, it wasn't just Stephen A. Smith. It was you know Shaq and Barkley. They talked about it as well. Right. Um, and he responded the right way. Keep that level of motivation. Keep that consistency. Hopefully, this ankle situation is nothing uh, too serious, and it's not a, a big deal in terms of missing games. But hey, he played motivated last night, and that's always a good thing uh, if you're the Pelicans. You got a motivated Zion because look at the result. Minnesota yep. had the best record in the NBA, right? Or at least the best record in the Western Conference. They, they so had the best record in the NBA. Yes. 17 yeah, to 5. It wasn't like they were playing nobodies, and they, they, they played quite well over Minnesota. So Yeah, no, they, they, they did. Anthony Edwards wasn't there last night, but again, the Pelicans are not going to cry over anybody that doesn't have a yeah. full team because, I mean, come on, right. let's face it. Who cares, right? They, they've been injured all season long. Um, uh, I do want to ask you about, about uh, once your, your comments on Jaden Daniels winning the Heisman and Malik Neighbors getting snubbed in the Bolitnikoff. Yeah, it, the Bolitnikoff thing kind of felt like, a, look, we know Marvin Harrison's not winning the Heisman, so let's give him this sort of thing. Uh, I would still take Malik Neighbors, um, and you know he, the, the growth that that guy's made up in Baton Rouge has been certainly something to watch. He was he was the best receiver in football uh, this year, in my opinion. I know Marvin Harrison. Look, he had a great year too. I don't want to take anything away from him. And he, there were times he was that offense up in uh, Columbus, but uh, you know I'm an LSU guy, so you know where my loyalties lie. Um, Jaden Daniels, um, look, it was a close vote. Not surprising there. Every voter has its own bias slash reasons and beliefs in terms of uh, how do you weigh a, a guy that led his team to an undefeated season or a conference championship versus a guy that was the best player in America but it was a 9-3 and team. But in the end, um, he got enough, and he got the well-earned Heisman. He was the best college football player in America this year, uh, which frustrates me a little bit because LSU had the best player in college football every single week and could only get a 9-3 and record. But it wasn't certainly wasn't Jaden's fault. He got it. He earned it. And I look I look forward to watching the pre-draft process with Jaden Daniels because I believe mm-hmm. he's going to skyrocket into the top say five or six or seven picks of this NFL draft. I agree with you. I mean, again, I, and look, I, I give the kid a lot of credit. I mean, he came to LSU, not a finished product from Arizona State. Last year, again, you thought he was, you know, you saw some glimpses, but I don't think anybody thought we'd see what we saw this year. I give LSU a lot of credit. I don't know if you read the article in The Athletic about the virtual reality system that they that they um, they purchased, that they were involved in, again, developing. Uh, Jack Marucci was involved in that as well. Uh, and, of course, how, how uh, he credits that to help him, uh, again, in, 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 in his ability to be able to grow as a quarterback. Uh, it was. It, it's amazing on what he has accomplished in his two years at LSU. Yeah, it was quite a leap, and um, I'm, I'll be right there with you. I mean, last year I saw some things that um, first half of the season was kind of, eh, I'm not sure about this guy, and then he kind of turned it on in that third quarter of the season. And then the finish was kind of, you know, I, other than the bowl game was actually good, but the finish to last season wasn't great, but then 2023 curls around, the start wasn't great against Florida State, but then, you talk about just rising to the occasion. I mean, it, and it got to the point where it's like 
it got harder and harder to name a weakness and to name a flaw because even the things that I was, a lot of people pointed to the, the deep shots with him, but to me, his first year, I was more concerned with the, the lack of using the middle of the field, uh, but all that went away this year. Right. He used the middle of the field, the outside, the deep ball, and uh, the short area of the field. He ran when he had to. I mean, he's an electric runner. So, look, he, he grew into a player that none of us saw coming. I, I, I didn't see Heisman this year. I saw I didn't uh, a player that could, that could get better and possibly mm-hmm. get a, be a day-two pick, and now we're talking about a top-five selection. Fantastic. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, and a lot of credit to the kid because he put in the time. He did he did what he had to yep. do to kind of make himself better, no doubt. Thanks for joining us as always. Let us know all about a great program at Fox 8. Your award-winning blog, which will be an award-winning podcast, and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, Sean Bazan, Fox 8 on X. And then uh, we have a new podcast out. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Fox 8 Overtime Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Tonight at 1035, we will have the Fox 8 Overtime Show with Madeline Adams, Garland Gillen, Juan Kincaid, and myself talking Saints. LSU, Tulane, and Pelicans. A lot of what we just talked about here. So tune in tonight at 1035. And, of course, check out my blog. I have further view on FoxAlive.com. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate the time. All righty. There he goes. Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service. That's right. You're looking for a generator for your home or business? Is is that going to be your holiday gift, your Christmas gift to yourself? Never worry about the power going out again. You're not buying into those energy commercials out there right now where they're hardening the, um, uh, hardening the system, right? Again, you've got to take care of yourself these days. And that means, again, making sure your power won't go out, especially if you're working from home. Um, uh, or you have someone at home, again, that needs power and, and, and you know, cannot afford because of medical issues to have the power go down. Uh, at Burkhardt, they're the experts when it comes to, to installing a Generac generator. Uh, they will offer you financing. They will offer you a new install quality check after one month, which means, again, one of their generated team members will come out and show you how to operate the system. At Burkhardt, they do their level best to give you a single-day install. They offer you emergency service, maintenance service. They have a full, warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. And at Burkhardt, they handle everything for you. All you do is sit down with, with Jason Burkhardt uh, and come up with a um, – uh, come up with uh, a decision on whether you want to uh, finance that, that uh, generator, you want to pay that generator uh, up front, uh, and then they handle everything for you. From planning to permits to inspections, their ged- ged- dedicated generator team pardon me, does everything for you. Uh, and, of course, again, just that peace of mind of knowing that, again, your power, when your neighborhood goes out, your power stays on. Increase your property value, have that peace of mind. Call my friends at Burkhart. Looking for a, 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 a Generac generator? Call Burkhart. Looking for service on a Generac generator? Call Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. 
Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhart earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Here's an unexpected holiday surprise for all the last-minute shoppers. Now through December 17th, all of Diamond's Direct Diamond Classics are 25% off. That's all diamond earrings, all diamond bracelets, all diamond pendants, and incredible 25% off. Special financing, too. Get the perfect gift at the best value price all year. 25% savings on all diamond earrings, bracelets, and pendants. Now through the 17th only. And only at Diamond's Direct. Get details, directions, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamond's Direct. Your love, our passion. This report is sponsored by Macy's. It's Macy's Great Gift Sale. Find great deals on women's sweaters, coats, and PJs. Beauty in the season's hottest toys. Plus, everyone gets $10 in Macy's money for every $50 spent. Now at Macy's. Crescent City Connection eastbound running really slow between Whitney and Earhart on the eastbound side. It's about a 30-minute ride Lafayette to the I-10 merge in 21 minutes on those HOV lanes. Eastbound 610 from the split in Metairie across the high-rise is 16 minutes. And Elysian Fields to the high-rise on eastbound I-10, seeing about a six-minute ride in that area. Earhart Boulevard south of Broad Street, accident working as well. I'm Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. We wrap up hour number one. Want to want to let everybody know again. Congratulations to um, Jaden Daniels and Malik Neighbors, their first team AP All Americans. Um, again, Thomas was a third team um, uh, uh, on the on the third team. Also, the Lady Tigers are seventh in, in the polls this week. Uh, and LSU has begun their practices in preparation for Wisconsin in the Reliquist Bowl. So again. Um, uh, looking forward to, uh, to to seeing that as well. In the second hour, we'll talk about Zion, who again has an ankle injury. We'll also get into uh, again the Pelicans. We'll also talk about John Summerall and his opening press conference. And then Les East of CrestedSports.com is going to join us at 5:35 on the program today. Don't forget, Mike Dettier joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Uh, again, uh, check out your favorite time slot, set your DVR, and you'll never miss the program. Also, again, folks, uh, want to remind everybody. Uh, once again, that uh, um, 
about our about our sponsors. If you want to make sure again that you stay in touch with with our great sponsors, uh, maybe you're out and about. You're thinking, man, who's that sponsor Eve was talking about? Easiest way to do that is go to ericasher.com. There's a slideshow of the sponsor sponsor our program. You click on the icon of your favorite sponsor. It'll take you right to the website. Everything you need to know about the sponsors right there for you. Phone numbers, address. Uh, again, website uh, will give you again a, a detail on again what those sponsors do. So again, remember uh, thinking to uh, thinking about again supporting our sponsors. Can't remember the sponsor you want to support? Go to ericasher.com. You'll find it easy for yourself there. I am Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were close, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Just give me 
thing, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until six. Don't forget, again, Mike Dettelier joins me on the order of the Inside New Orleans Sports this week. I want to thank Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports for joining us in hour number one. Hour number two, we're going to be joined by um, Les Cease of CrestySports.com at 535. Let's jump into it. Pelicans last night beat the Timberwolves in uh, the Smoothie King Center 121-107. to 107. Uh, the Wolves got the best record in the NBA. They're 17 and five. Now they, they play without Anthony Edwards last night, who was injured. But again, as I mentioned to Sean, <laughs> anybody in Pelican Land crying over over the Timberwolves so they were missing Anthony Edwards, because again, it's it's constant uh, a revolving door of a mash unit here in New Orleans when it comes to again, uh, the Saints and Pelicans. But um, there's no doubt the Pelicans needed a bounce back game like last night again versus a quality opponent uh, opponent after getting again embarrassed uh, by the Lakers in the um, uh, in-season tournament semifinals. Um, and look, Zion played well. He really did. Took a lot of heat after his lackluster performance in Vegas, and rightly so, okay? Uh, last night, he was as advertised. 36 points, went 13 for 17 from the field, 10 for 12 from the free throw line. That's huge. I mean, again, his inconsistency with the free throw line for a guy that's going to get the free throw line like he does uh, recently, he's been knocking down free throws. So you see, and he's putting the work in there. He had five rebounds, two assists, a steal, a block, and, and, and just one turnover. And I thought it was a great game by Zion. It really did. Um, thought he showed a lot of pride, which, again, is something that, uh, again, I, I was glad to see. Also, I thought he played defense, which we don't see a lot of. He hit the boards. He hustled. He shared the basketball, which is something he does, okay? And I thought he made some tough shots. Boy, that one shot where he went in between two players, kind of flipped it up off the board. Oh, I mean, you know, these are all things that, again, the superstars that, that in this league do, right, and, and things that he should be doing. Now, let me say this. Let's see this every game. Let's see it every game. I, I don't want to see it just after you get embarrassed or you embarrassed yourself on a national stage, right? You got criticized by media, NBA Hall of Famers. I want to see this kind of effort every time you put on a Pelicans uniform. That's that's is the expectation. I want to see if you, again you will finally reach your potential. You know, start taking your profession seriously. Diet, stay in shape, not taking games off or quarters off. Working again, working on your game. Like the greats of the games do. Like we talk about this program all the time, expanding that game, right? Jump shots. The ability to step out and hit a three every now and then. You don't have to be a great three-point shooter, but, again, be a threat. More importantly, a mid-range shot, a true mid-range. So everything's not at the rim. Everything's not in the paint. Don't waste these God-given gifts that, again, you've been given and you've been blessed with, like you have the last five years here in New Orleans. Zion was terrific last night, dominant. You don't see that every night. Not just after when he gets called out because, again, he's, he's not willing to put the work in. On and off the court to be a true professional. On and off the court, ladies and gentlemen. 
Tomorrow night in Washington is going to be the first test, but I'm telling you right now, he's got an ankle sprain. I saw it happen last night, okay? Stayed in the game, but, again, he wasn't really aggressive after, this, after again, he went down kind of awkwardly. Now, this tells me a lot tomorrow night. Is he willing to play through injury? Or is this going to be, again, out once again for an extended period of time, take a few games off? Does he want to be an all-time great or not? That's the question here. He's got the, he's got the potential. He's got the skill set. He's got, he's got some God-given gifts that nobody on the planet has for a man his size. But he's got to emulate guys like CJ and Nance and, 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 and Valanchunas, vets that play through injury. They have a passion for the game. Now, speaking of passion of the game, why don't you try to emulate Alvarado or Marshall? Those guys, again, how they play, what they give to this team. Show me that last night's performance was not a one-off. Okay, because you got you embarrassed yourself and your team and your city in Vegas. That's what I'm asking for. I'm asking to see this every single night. Now, big test will be tomorrow. Is he going to play through injury or is he going to sit out? We shall see. Matt, Matt Ryan, by the way, is going to be out six to eight weeks. He had uh, elbow surgery. Uh, the Pels are down currently 13 and 11. Uh, they're in the 10th spot in the West, and they're on the road, as I mentioned yesterday, for three games. Three games against bad teams. The Wizards tomorrow night, Hornets in Charlotte on Friday night, and the Spurs have won three games this year on Sunday. That's three games against bad teams. You beat a very good, uh, again, Minnesota team last night. Let's hope that, again, we'll see this team um, go out there and sweep these next three get a little bit of a four-game winning streak here and start to move up the standings. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. If you're looking for a company that's got your back when it comes to your um, air conditioning heating systems, maybe you're looking about up, looking to upgrade that AC system this year, that heating system. Man, take advantage of this great deal right now that Burkhardt has for you. They're offering huge savings on a new AC and heating system. You get a system rebate. You'll get a Wi-Fi thermostat. You get a discount on a UV air purifier, 10 years parts and labor warranty, two years of seasonal tune-ups. Uh, I mean, all that comes with, again, just going out and purchasing the system you're going to purchase anyway. And then you get Burkhardt standing behind your work, uh, behind their work. And, and then, of course, again, doing the work that that is necessary, never gouging, never, never cheating you. And when it comes to installing your system, experts. I mean, I, I've said it before. I've got a tough install here. I've got very little pitch in my, in, in, in my attic for my roof. Uh, and they were able to change my duct work out uh, and give me a brand-new amount of heat pump, which, again, we have been so pleased with, saving money on our electric bill every single month. You're tired of paying, overpaying for electricity. Your system is not giving you again the, the efficiency that you need. That you need it's probably breaking down on you. Man, take advantage of these great offers from Burkhart right now. That's Burkhart Air Conditioning, Heating, Generator, Sales, and Service. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Well, I, want, I mentioned I wanted to talk about John Summerall and and, and uh, his press conference. I got a chance to see it, um, and he won the press conference as, as most again new coaches and general managers do, right? Okay. I mean, we've seen our share of winning opening press conferences around here, right? Uh, but I got to give Tulane a lot of credit. As I mentioned to Sean Vazan earlier today. They they targeted their coach, and they went out and got him. 
Now, we've Seminole's record, we spoke about it yesterday, right? Impressive. 23-4 and four over the last two seasons at, at, at Troy. Uh, two Sun Belt championships. But I also said yesterday, at, at, at 41 years old, Tulane's a stepping stone for him, okay? He's a Kentucky graduate. I can see him going back to Kentucky. Uh, if uh, ultimately, again, Stoops moves on to another job, um, again, and he's successful at Tulane, um, he's going to be in line. He's one of the up-and-coming coaches in, in college football. It's not like getting Willie Fritz, who, again, was a guy that, again, had done it at every level and had been successful, but, again, was o- an older coach. This guy's 41 years old. So, again, Tulane is, is back. It, it has to face that reality once again that they're, they're a stepping stone, Okay with Fritz leaving for Houston. Now, that was Tulane's last chance to have a coach that they would not use Tulane as a stepping stone. And he did, like so many other successful coaches that at Tulane have done, right? But you can't worry about that if you're a Tulane fan. You really just can't. You can't worry about being a stepping stone. The only thing that matters is some are all continuing the winning culture that Fritz created at Tulane. And then that, 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 that is it, period, the end. In the short term, as we've discussed, look, there's a lot of work to do right now. Transfer portals open, well over 3,000 players in that portal. Again, uh, you've got a, a, a coaching staff that, that is going to be held over, that's going to coach in the military bowl against Virginia Tech. They're going to be in the ears of these guys. They may not be doing it, uh, again, um, um, maybe out front, but look, a lot of these guys, again, fell in love with their coaches, right? The, the system. They know the system. Uh, you've got to triage. You've got to keep your scholarship players out of the transfer portal. You got to make sure that they're not going to going to going to bolt not just for Houston but for other schools. You got to hold on to Fritz's recruits as we discussed, and you got to reload at the loss of some really good players, maybe the best players we've seen at Tulane in a long time. They're going to be going to the NFL of exhausted eligibility. So again, Summerall's got no no time to take off here. You also have to sit down with Michael Pratt. You got to see if you can persuade him to come back for another season. He's got one more year eligibility, okay? But most of all, you have to win. You got to win. For Tulane, it's uh, again the administration. It's about funding new facilities. It's about a new operations building. It's about a new indoor practice facility. It's about making the financial commitment to athletics so Tulane can be a candidate for the next round of conference expansion to a Power Five school. I mean, to a Power Five conference. Okay, that that, that is the next step for Tulane. Okay. But there's also again other things. The students, the alumni, the fans. They got to support Tulane, man. Look, if that. Yeoman would have been filled every week. Willie Fritz would have still had to maybe take a second to be able to think, okay, I built an incredible program here. The place is filled every, every week. They're, they're building, they built my indoor practice facility for me. I've got that football ops building. i got the money that, that, that I need in the NIL. I'm not going anywhere. That didn't happen because Yeoman wasn't filled. The practice facility wasn't built. The football ops building is going to be shared by all sports. Okay? I mean, you want to keep going? So for the students, alumni, and the fans, their part is to fill the stadium and the arenas. they got to fund this Fear the Wave collective and these facility upgrades with donations, especially the well-heeled donors that are out there that are Tulane graduates, again, that, that, that want to get back to their school. Tulane has to make a clear commitment to athletics now, and it's got to start now. If the Fritz departure didn't wake the administration up to what a successful athletic program could mean to a university, then they're never going to work, wake up. I mean, in terms of enrollment, right? We saw this. Ed Daniels wrote about it a couple weeks ago. 
like Alabama. Tulane, I'm starting to see a, a spike in enrollment. Look, New Orleans is just going to be a great place for these kids to go no matter what, especially these snowbirds, right? I mean, come down to New Orleans, Mardi Gras, Jazz Fest, New Orleans vibe, music. I mean, just again, the New Orleans culture, minus the crime, right? I mean, they're going to come down naturally. But again, when you start, when, 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 Kids are watching Tulane in, in a college football playoff. They're seeing Tulane, you know, uh, again, as one of the top teams in the in, in, in NCAA each and every year. It's going to open up enrollment. Kids are going to come down and want to go to Tulane. And not just kids from out of town, maybe kids from in town as well. And then, then those donations that come from those, from those donors, right? The prestige of, again, being a top program. Athletic program. Not football, but across the board. If you can't figure that out, if you can't figure out again that again this is a this is has to be a cohesive unit, where again it's not just the coaches and the and, and the student athletes uh, that, that are that are making a difference here, but again, you have to have the administration behind you. You have to have the facilities in order to be successful now because it's an arm race when it comes to again athletics, and that's in every single sport. You've got to have an upgrade in your basketball arena. You've got to have an upgrade, again, in, 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 on, on your, in, with, with your uh, football and, and baseball stadiums. You've you got to have these uh, amenities for, for the players now, and, and including NIL. And I said before, Willie Fritz gave you the track record for success, John Summerall. Recruit Louisiana. Recruit, again, for him it was Texas and Georgia and Florida. Wherever your inroads is, John Summerall, stay with those inroads. But remember, there's going to be a second bite at the apple for these for these Louisiana kids uh, that'll go that'll go to these big Power Five schools that want to get away from New Orleans, that want to get away from Louisiana for the first time, and maybe they find out the grass is not so greener on the other side. They want to come back home. Don't let them go to Southern Miss. Don't let them go to Louisiana uh, Lafayette. Don't let them go to uh, to to, to um, other schools. Tulane needs to be that destination. And that's a, there's a destination there when, again, when you have a winning program and you have the amenities and the facilities that the college kids are looking for today because they're free agents now. They can leave just like a coach can leave. Somebody comes to them spinning, spinning a, 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 some yarn of, again, a, you know, a, a better opportunity with better facilities and more money and this and that. He's going to jump at that. So it is an arms race, and you have to keep up with it. And Willie Fritz said it when he left here. It's an arms race, and it's true. So hopefully, again, Tulane, not just the Tulane administration, but Tulane fans, Tulane's, Tulane's alumni, those donors, that they, they, again, that there's going to be a, a clear commitment to athletics going forward. And for those that are in the academic side, that, again, maybe loathe the athletics. They just don't, you know, they, they think it's a waste of time and a waste of funding. Man, they're filling your classroom now with more students, which, again, means <laughs> you got a job, okay? you got kids to teach because, again, what athletics has been able to do. They can work hand-in-hand, hand. and Tulane has to learn that for the first time since they were in the SEC. There's an opportunity for Tulane ahead. There really is. John Summerall could pick up where Willie Fritz left off. 
We can see the basketball program continue to evolve. We can see the baseball program get back to the prominence that they once was. I'm telling you, there's going to be a Power 5 conference out there that's going to be looking for them. It could be the Big 12. It could be the ACC. It doesn't matter at this point. They'll have a chance to get in. And then at that point, you've got to continue because it's an arms race within those conferences. But there has to be a commitment to athletics, a clear commitment to athletics, something we have not seen. And the reason why Willie Fritz is in Houston because there was not a clear commitment to athletics. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. They can talk a good game out on, on, on Claiborne Avenue, but I'm telling you right now, there was not a clear commitment to athletics because if there was, Willie Fritz would still be here. There would be an in-four-door facility built. There would be a football-only ops, ops building. And if it means, again, having to buy up land outside of the two-lane footprint, well, man, look, do what you got to do. We talked about it for years on the other side of Broadway, right? I'm sorry, on the other side of Claiborne. Have some imagination. Have some forethought about what could Tulane could be, about what they used to be and can be again. We shall see. All right. I want to remind everybody once again about my friends over at New Orleans Tuxedo. Look, it's pretty simple. <laughs> it's a tough economy. It is. It's a tough economy. You know, again, uh, people are trying to save money everywhere you can. And maybe you're one of those people who, again, don't have to worry about saving money. Maybe you're one of those people who just have money to burn. You're not worried about it. Uh, you're making big money. You got big money in the bank. You got you got generational money, and and it's nothing for you to be able to, again to overspend for a, for the one-time rental of a, of a tuxedo. God bless you. Most of us, we're 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 pinching our pennies. You know, we're worried about that sixty to hundred dollars more that we're going to have to spend on a one-time rental of a tuxedo. Uh, we want to go to a place where, again, fathers and sons have been dressed to impress for over 60 years. We want to go to a place where, again, you can get the same exact uh, uh, tuxedo, same style, same color combination for 60 to 100 dollars less. That's right, a complete classic tux uh, with any vest and tie combination is 99 bucks. That's at New Orleans Tuxedo. So if you're looking for a, a tuxedo uh, for a Mardi Gras ball, coronation ball, a school dance, maybe you're planning a wedding for your son or daughter, why go anywhere else? At New Orleans Tuxedo, you got the lowest price in town uh, when it comes to the one-time rental of a, tu- uh, of a tuxedo. Full dress tails are 129 bucks. There are suits available also to rent. All the latest styles and color combinations you're looking for. Ray Boudreau will work with you or work with your, with your wedding planner if you're planning a wedding to get you exactly what you're looking for for, for, for again, that, uh, that wedding party. And then, of course, again, you're doing it at a much, much uh, cheaper price. On-site alterations, last-minute rentals, no problem. It's New Orleans Tuxedos, 4959 West Napoleon, 4865309. It's 4865309. Get the right color, the right fit, and the right price uh, for your... Uh, next formal event at New Orleans Tuxedo since 1963. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. Les East of CrestySports.com is going to join us. Also, again, uh, want to welcome a brand-new sponsor to our, our program, All Plumbing Services, um, a company that has done some work for us here at, at our home. Uh, and um, they, they, as I mentioned, like the name says, they do it all. Uh, so if you're looking for a, a company that um, – uh, you can trust with uh, your your your, your uh, plumbing needs, whether it is repairs, whether it's installation. Uh, you're looking to maybe to upgrade that bathroom, uh, do the tankless water heater like we did, where we have endless hot water. Uh, putting in a gas line like we did uh, with uh, with uh, all plumbing services. 
Uh, I want you to, again, think about my friends over at All Plumbing Services. Uh, uh, Again, they they, they serve the entire metropolitan area, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. And, uh, again, uh, Master Plumber on on site for you. Again, um, if you're looking for a a plumbing company uh, to take care of you, uh, think again about my friends over at All Plumbing Services. Brand new sponsor for for us here uh, over uh, at Inside New Orleans. Of course, you'll be able to check them out on our social media platforms as well as, again, ericasher.com. Uh, that, that's all plumbing services. And, of course, so if you're in the market for, again, a plumber, uh, think all plumbing services. 985-809-1270. That's 985-809-1270. Uh, updating a kitchen, tankless water heaters, new construction, bath, all plumbing services does it all. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. That's all plumbing services. 985-809-1270. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Tim Duncan, Vice President of Athletics at your New Orleans Privateers. Join me every Tuesday at 3 p.m. for the Nolas Team Radio Show. We'll discuss the latest in privateer sports with our coaches, student-athletes, and some of our most famous alum. Join us on 1061 Nash Icon, your privateer sports network. And remember, Nola's team, we are your crew. Let's go, privateers. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. With a Chalupa Supreme beefy five-layer burrito, crunchy taco, cinnamon twist, and medium drink, Taco Bell's $5 cravings box is packed as ever. And $5 as ever. Get one at Taco Bell stores for a limited time only while supplies last. Contact store for price and participation, which vary. Drinks excludes freezes. Tax extra. All right, what we're seeing eastbound, Crescent City Connection, Lafayette to the I-10 merge. 26 minutes. It's slow between Whitney and Earhart Boulevard right now, but a 26-minute ride is a 19-minute delay across that area. Westbound I-10, read to the flyover, running about a three-minute delay. Slow between North Claiborne and the Claiborne flyover. 21 minutes eastbound 610 from the split in Metairie across the high-rise. Eastbound I-10, Morrison Road. Between Morrison Road and Crowder, we have a crash. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. Ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. So many people are going on the road during this holiday season. If you're one of them, have your vehicle checked out by my friends over at Southern Tire. Family owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. Uh, 51 years of taking care of New Orleans vehicles. If your vehicle's out of warranty, why overpay for service? My friends over at, uh, at, at Southern Tire have you covered. With ASC certified technicians using the latest diagnostic equipment to keep your vehicle on the road. A member of the Piazza family on site every day for you. Tony Sr., Tony Jr., Tony's daughter Jen, Tony's wife. And, of course, they offer you the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan areas, wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Uh, all the major brands, some of those major brands on sale right now, and you can finance it over time. Uh, you want to find out more, go to southerntire.com where you can see the full listing of all the, all the services they provide, including all their list of, of all the selections of tires. And if, again, if your rims are damaged, you need them repaired, or you're looking for a new set of rims, bring them on over to Southern Tire. They get you covered with, again, the largest selection of rims in the metropolitan area, and, of course, fixing fix your damaged rims for you as well. I trust my family's vehicle to Southern Tire. You can as well. Hickory and Airline and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6. They got Saturday service for you from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. SouthernTire.com is the website. Uh, again, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972.
On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hurricane season may be coming to an end, but now's the time to plan for next year. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Eating. Right now, they're offering huge savings on a new Generac home generator. You get a 10 years parts and labor warranty, two years seasonal tune-ups, and two years of Wi-Fi monitoring. When the power goes out, you'll keep your lights on, as well as your refrigerator AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhart now about a new Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Each year, dozens of deserving veterans ride for free in the Legion of Mars parade courtesy of the crew. Donate to the Mars Hero Fund to sponsor a hero's ride. Go to legionofmars.com to learn more and become a member of the Red, White, and Blue crew. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6, 4 to 6 weekdays right here on 106.1 FM. Don't forget, Mike Detailier joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Set your DVR for your favorite time slot. You'll never miss the show. Of course, the opening of the uh, our opening shot is always on a Thursday at 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Also, again, on the WLAE-TV YouTube channel at 1 p.m. as well. All right, um, let's head to the guest line. One of my favorite guests, uh, always, anytime I call, he's there for us. I think he does a fantastic job for CrestedSports.com, Saturday Down South. Uh, and, of course, his name is Mr. Les East. Les, how you doing, buddy? Doing well, Eric. How are you? Doing fine, my friend. Doing fine. Before we get started, look, I, I say it all the time. I think, I think you wrote a fantastic book. Uh, it's the holiday season. There are some out there that are looking for that last-minute stocking stuffer. Tell us about the book and how folks can get it. Yeah, thanks, Eric. Uh, it is definitely a stocking stuffer candidate. Uh, it's, I mean, the name of the book is Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes. It's a, 
a novel about politics and the media with a lot of uh, sports elements to it, and folks can get it on all of the major uh, online platforms, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or they can just Google the uh, title, Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes, and it'll come up. So uh, hopefully folks will uh, check it out as they uh, finish up their holiday shopping. Definitely worth the read. Definitely worth worth the purchase. Hope you guys get out there and grab it. And also, again, uh, uh, let, let folks know who you're writing for as well. Yeah, uh, uh, CrescentCitySports.com. Been busy the last, uh, especially busy the last week or so with the high school football championships and uh, Saints. Uh, and uh, we'll be busy throughout the holidays with these overlapping seasons and then uh, with uh, SaturdayDownSouth.com. I uh, cover LSU and periodically some other SEC schools, so folks can check that out as well. Beautiful. Hey, let's start with Tulane. Uh, were you surprised Willie Fritz left for Houston? Uh, I was a little bit surprised, primarily because I thought there was a good chance he would leave for Georgia Tech last year, and he didn't. Uh, so, uh, you know, I thought he was fairly well entrenched here, but, uh, as it turned out, uh, I think, uh, you know, the conference upgrade, the facilities upgrade that are going on at, at Houston, the money, you know, it was an attractive offer, uh, not one that in that jumped out at me when it first surfaced, but as we learned more about what was what's going on at Houston? It became clear to me that it was a, a very attractive option for him, and so I. The more I learned about it, the less surprised I was. Yeah, I mean, again, look, the the, the chance to get to a Power Five, all the facilities they had, as you mentioned, what what uh, the um, uh, what facilities they're building, right? Uh, his family mm-hmm. ties to Houston. I think there were a lot of reasons why. Uh, but with that said, uh, John Summerall. I am impressed with Tulane did because, again, they, they targeted their coach. They went and got their coach. He was probably the best guy. He was talked about as one of the best guys on the market as far as, again, uh, taking the next step in, 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 in coaching. Uh, your thoughts on Summerall and, and his um, appointment as, as uh, Tulane head coach? Yeah, I think they got the right guy. Um, when you look at it, one of the uh, top up-and-coming young head coaches in college football. So I think almost any program at Tulane's level, or maybe even a little higher than Tulane's level would have made a good hire with Summerall. And then when you throw in his background, having been on the Tulane staff previously and understanding the university, understanding the uh, Tulane community, you know, having relationships with high school coaches in Louisiana, you know, I think it made even more sense for Tulane because of his connections here. But I think uh, a lot of schools could have done well by hiring him. And and, I, and again, I, I think he was on a short list for a lot of schools as well. Um, Forty-one. I've talked about it. You know, Willie Fritz made Tulane a stepping stone. We didn't think he would because of his age, again, uh, being entrenched here. John Summerall is probably making this a stepping stone, but that's not a bad thing. I mean, Tulane's in that cycle again where, again, they got to stay relevant. They got to keep winning. If they keep winning, they're going to have these head coaches. They're going to turn them over. But again, you got to continue again uh, to, to do that. They, they have to, again, make that commitment to facilities, in my opinion. Some, which is one of the reasons why Willie Fritz left. Okay, there were promises made, not promises kept. And, and do you think that 
the Tulane administration has learned from the, this situation with, with, with Willie Fritz that they have to make the commitment to athletics in, in order to, again, continue to take the next step and maybe get into a Power 5 conference. Well, yeah, I would hope so, and I think there are indications that, that they probably have. I mean, there's talk about, uh, you know, a, a sort of a, a bubble or some sort of indoor facility perhaps being added uh, in front of the Riley Center. You know, they have such a small footprint. There, there, there are severe limitations in what they can do facility-wise. But, uh, yeah, I, I think this will be a bit of a wake-up call because – like you said, we thought that, um, you know, Fritz had stayed uh, for a while, coached more games than anybody else in the history of Tulane, uh, stuck around when Georgia Tech came calling after uh, he was as hot a commodity as he was ever going to be last year. And so it looked like maybe they had weathered that storm. Uh, but losing him this year uh, to a team that's, you know, been a Tulane uh, conference rival in the past – uh, I think should uh, send a message to them that if they want to sustain what he built and make it even bigger, uh, they have to make uh, commitments and stand by them and uh, continue to build. And I think they've come a long way during the Fritz era in that regard. And um, But uh, they, they still have a ways to go to get to where they want to be. With that said, any concerns about it being a stepping stone school? And maybe some are all coming here, well, winning, maybe again, uh, and, and then having a chance to jump on to, uh, into, into a bigger school. No, I mean, I think you have to be, Tulane has to understand what it is, okay? They're not going to have Joe Paterno or Bobby Bowden come mm-hmm. and stay for half a century because it's not that kind of program. Now, maybe maybe they'll get lucky and there's one person out there who can't, can't think of another job they would rather have than Tulane, but that, that's not right. very realistic. If every four or five years you're having to hire a new coach because the guy you had did such a great job that somebody else who's bigger and has more money hired him away, well, that's that's part of the business. It's your responsibility as Tulane to continue to hire people as good as Willie Fritz and as good as John Summerall appears to be. And if you have to do that every three, four, five years because you're maintaining that success and increasing it, well, that's just the facts of life, and you should welcome that opportunity. I 100% agree. And I think that a lot of Tulane fans felt that maybe Willie Fritz was going to be the end of that of that cycle of, again, being a stepping stone. That didn't happen. So, again, you just re- you, you deal with the realization and you embrace it. And, you and again, as an administration, you do what you can to be able to, again, keep those coaches there by facilities and money, et cetera, whatever, whatever is necessary. And the fans got to show up at Yelman. Well, no question about it. And, you know, it's a uh... – not really a it's not a major college facility but it's it, it's passing for one at Tulane and they're not filling it up all the time I think the students came out in great force late in the season this year but overall uh that place wasn't packed as often as it should have been so yeah the community has to embrace it you know but you know, you know Troy is sitting there right now looking for a new head coach because Summerall thought Tulane was a better opportunity. So, you know, Tulane's job is to continue to build what they have and make it as attractive as it can be. And if that's not the most attractive job in America, well, that's, you know, they're in a good company.
Yep, no doubt. Let's talk Saints. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the ones that feel like, again, Carr is injured. Carr has been ineffective. Carr probably needs to sit. Uh, what is your take on, on Derek Carr at this point uh, in the season? Um, is it time for Jameis Winston? Um, is that is that when you're in a playoff race and your starters, uh, again, uh, uh, at least <laughs> seems to be upright, even though, again, he's playing injured, should they stick with him? Give me your thoughts. Well, I thought last week was the time to sit him. Uh, you know, he was coming off his um, – Second concussion in less than a month. He was obviously hampered by the um, the the rib slash shoulder um, situation. And um, if you can't beat Carolina with your backup quarterback, your season's lost anyway. So uh, I thought that was the opportunity to give him some time to get better, play Jameis Winston, get a win against the worst team in the NFL. They pass on that opportunity. It's obvious he was not. A hundred percent. I don't think at this point, after he's played a game, you sit him now and say, we got to play a team that's playing much better right now in the New York Giants. Now we're going to sit him and see if we can uh, win with the backup quarterback. I, I think that ship has sailed that last week was their opportunity to let him heal up. Uh, for the stretch run, they chose not to do it. And I, I think they have to ride with him and hope that, uh, he not only stays healthy, but is able to play uh, more effectively than he did against Carolina. Um, give us the state of the Saints, in your opinion. You're in the, you're in the locker room. You're there. You, you see everything that's going on behind the scenes as much as the media can. Give me your thoughts. Well, I wrote uh, CrescentCitySports.com on Sunday about the game on Sunday, in, in which I, I thought was just, you know, I wouldn't read a whole lot into the fact that they won by 22 points against a truly horrible football team in a game that was much more competitive than the final score suggests. Now, big picture-wise, you know, they're in a very tenuous position. This, you know, things are on a slight uptick because of last week, but they can get really bad really fast, okay? They're going to have to win those last two games against the – divisional opponents, Tampa Bay and Atlanta, have any chance to get into the postseason. But prior to that, they have to win at least one of these next two, I think, between the Giants and the Rams, both of whom are playing better. The Rams are playing really well. That's going to be a difficult game to win on the road. So, you know, if they lose to the Giants, all of a sudden you're back to uh, wondering if there needs needs to be an overhaul in the offseason. So, you know, they, they – you know, stop the bleeding to some degree, or at least slow down the bleeding with the game against Carolina. But uh, things are getting a lot more challenging over these next four weeks, and it it could get, you know, they're they're one more loss away from being back to where the whole city is looking for major changes because it doesn't look like they're headed in the right direction. Some of us feel like those major changes need to happen no matter what, whether they win or lose. Where do you stand? Well, you can make that case. You know, I still think as long as there are four games to be played, you wait and see how those four games play out. At this point, uh, last season and this season have not been very encouraging. And if they don't make the playoffs, I think you can make a strong case for making changes. But, 
let's see how these games play out. If they win all four, which I think is very unlikely, if they win all four, then I think you have to look at it in a different context based on that success. If they win three but miss the playoffs, that's a different dynamic. So, you know, I, I don't think the jury needs to come back until the season has played out, and there'll be plenty of time uh, to make an evaluation going forward. I, I think a case can certainly be made that changes need to be made in the off season, but let's uh, let's wait and see what the how the season plays out. I think it's too early to render a final verdict. Your thoughts on the Pelicans, their performance in Las Vegas, their performance last night in beating the Timberwolves, and 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 Zion's bounce back performance last night. Yeah, I, I expected them to play a lot better. I expected Zion to play a lot better, and both those things happened. They beat a team with the best record in the NBA, so that was good. They responded the way they needed to respond. He responded the way he needed to respond. But that performance in Las Vegas was, was truly awful, one of the worst in the history of the franchise. And, you know, they had a nice win in Sacramento to get mm-hmm. to Vegas. But two days before that, they had a really awful performance in Chicago. So they, and they they sat McCollum and uh, Murphy in that game. So you have right. to take that into account. But you know, at times they look like a really good team. At times they give really bad efforts, and they're still trying to figure stuff out because of you know the absence of some players over the early part of the season. So I think the response last night was great, but. They have to find some consistency. They got to put together four, five, six, eight, ten good performances in a row. Even if you don't win every game, you got to establish who you are and a high level of performance that you're going to show night in and night out. And they're not showing that at all. And that performance in Vegas was truly embarrassing. LeBron James made them look terrible. He suckered Ingram and Williamson yep. into charges. He took he made up his mind at midcourt he was going to dunk a couple of times and they just let him go. It was just yep. really bad. So, you know, last night was good, but let, let's see where it goes from here. Jane Daniel Heisman winner, your thoughts? Well, uh, unlike the college football playoff committee, the Heisman voters got it right. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. question Jaden Daniels was the best player in college football this year. I understand factoring in not so much team success as the impact that the individual has on the team's success. And so when somebody is on a team in the CFP, that that's something that has to be taken into consideration, but you also have to keep it in context. And the context here is that nobody else had the season that Jaden Daniels had. There's no doubt he deserved the Heisman Trophy, and I'm glad to see he got it. How about Malik Neighbors getting snubbed for the Blitnikoff? Yeah, that surprised me a little bit. Uh, Statistically, it was not even close. Now, you can say that, you know, the opportunity for Malik Neighbors uh, was much greater than the one for Marvin Harrison Jr. because of, one, the quarterback play, two, the uh, other receivers around him, and also the style of play of the team. You know, Ohio State was a more complete team. They could run the ball. They could play defense and not 
have to throw the ball as much with, with a quarterback who wasn't very good. So, you know, I don't think you can just look at the numbers. I think you have to, uh, again, look at it in context. But it's really hard for me to think that Marvin Harrison was more deserving of it, even though he's a tremendous player and prospect. It's hard for me to believe that he um, had as good a season as Malik Neighbors had, even if you try and look beyond the statistics. I mean, Neighbors was just a tremendous player, and I, I thought that was a snub. As did I. I got about two minutes left. Um, are you anticipating any staff changes at LSU? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, Brian Kelly um, did not, um, you know, he left it open. He said there's going to be evaluation going on. They got to fix it. And he, he spoke pretty candidly about the problems with the defense. So, you know, whether it's Matt House or somebody a little farther down the, the pecking order, I'm not sure, but I think Brian Kelly recognizes that he had to have the second best season in the history of LSU quarterbacking in order to only have three losses because his defense right. was so terrible. And that has to be fixed, and that's going to require one or more staff changes. So I would think certainly on the defensive side of the ball, there, there's going to be at least one um, change, if not more. Les, thanks for the time as always, my friend. Certainly appreciate you uh, joining us on both TV and radio. Please tell the folks once again about how they can follow you on social media, where they catch your writings, and where they can find your book as well. Thanks, Eric. Uh, Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes. Uh, Google it. Uh, and uh, CrescentCitySports.com, SaturdayDownSouth.com. Uh, I'm on Facebook, and I'm on X at Les underscore East. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate the time as always. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Eric. There he goes. Let's see. It's CrestedSports.com, Saturday Down South, and a copperist author. All right. Um, want to remind everybody about Burkhart. Yes, after-hour service is available for you. Uh, again, your heater's not working. You haven't had that heater inspected yet. Come on, man. You got a gas heater you haven't had it inspected yet, and you're cranking the heater up with these temperatures? Man, have my friends at Burkhardt come out. Again, they will do a thorough inspection of your heating system, clean that system for you. If you need any repairs, they'll make those repairs for you. Again, if you're still, again, need help with your air conditioning system, they can do that for you as well. If you're in the market for a new system, allow Burkhardt to come out and give you a price. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call where they come to your home of business, only do the work that's necessary. A company I've trusted for decades. Industrial, residential, commercial, they cover it all. It is my friends at Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. Generators, electrical systems. Uh, you need help with electrical at your home or your business. Uh, again, uh, you're looking at air conditioning, heating systems, uh, uh, air purifiers. They, got, they are a full-service company. Check them out online at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opperville. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. 
Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. All plumbing services, 985-809-1270. All plumbing services, Ice's Master Plumber number 5327 is a full-service plumbing contractor that can handle all your residential commercial plumbing needs. From repairs to installation of tankless water heaters, gas lines, new construction, or kitchen and bath updates. At All Plumbing Services, we do it all. Serving the South Shore, North Shore since 2006, that's All Plumbing Services. Isis Master Plumber number 5327. Give us a call at 985-809-1270. Here's an unexpected holiday surprise for all the last-minute shoppers. Now through December 17th, all of Diamond's Direct Diamond Classics are 25% off. That's all Diamond earrings, all Diamond bracelets, all Diamond pendants, an incredible 25% off. Special financing, too. Get the perfect gift at the best value price all year. 25% savings on all Diamond earrings, bracelets, and pendants. Now through the 17th only, and only at Diamond's Direct. Get details, directions, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamond's Direct. Your love, our passion. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. With a Chalupa Supreme beefy five-layer burrito, crunchy taco, cinnamon twist, and medium drink, Taco Bell's $5 cravings box is packed as ever. And $5 as ever. Get one at Taco Bell stores for a limited time only while supplies last. Contact store for price and participation, which vary. Drinks excludes freezes. Tax extra. Eastbound Crescent City Connection from Lafayette to the I-10 merge running 29 minutes right now. Whitney to Earhart is where we're seeing most of the delays, and those HOB lanes are 30 minutes right now. Eastbound 610 Metairie to New Orleans East. 12 minutes of stop and go flow between St. Bernard and the I-10 merge. Eastbound I-10 at Morrison Road. Accident, slow traffic from 610 and an accident uh, giving us slowing. Eastbound 610 from the split in Metairie across the high rise. 19 minutes. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Coming up next is uh, All Access with Jude Young. Lenny Van Gilder will be sitting in. Dan McDonald, ChrisCitySports.com, is his guest. So keep it right here, again, for Lenny Van Gilder uh, and, of course, um, uh, All Access. I want to thank uh, Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports for joining us for the program. also want to thank Les East of ChrisCitySports.com for joining us on the show. Mike Dettiglia joins me on the award-winning Inside the World Sports this week. I want to thank Rudy back at studio. Also, again, all the sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slash of the sponsor sponsor our program. Um, pretty easy. Click on the icon of your sponsor. Take you right to their website. 
Thank you so much for listening to the show. We appreciate you checking out the program podcast. I'll be up about a half an hour after the program ends. As always, thank you for tuning in. No matter where you're listening to our program, we appreciate you very much. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catcher, the governor. That includes the mayor and everybody on Airline Drive. They all got to go. <laughs>